Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Welcome to the podcast. This is our first podcast episode, and I couldn't be more excited to be kicking things off. And I do hope you'll join me back here every week. If I'm ever listening to a podcast, I want to know who's doing the talking, like not just the little intro to the show at the Align Nutrition podcast. We're really talking about how to heal your relationship with food. This is a vulnerable topic, not one we trust anyone with. So let's have a proper introduction. You might be wondering, why should I listen to the show? What will I learn? How will I feel? What can I expect? And is it for me? And you might also wonder, why does this person have a podcast? What is their background? Why are they speaking on this topic? Do they know what they're doing? I hope to weave stories into the show in several ways. Stories from my dear clients, stories from community members, stories from other professionals doing this work like me. Stories are important. They mean something. They connect us. They show us the realities of this process. They reduce shame and isolation, and they help us draw correlations in our own food healing. It's hard to not listen to someone else going through something similar to you and not relate to them or get ideas from them or inspiration. Today, I would like to tell you my story and the story of the show, as well as what kind of other stories we'll be telling here. Maybe someday it will be yours. So who am I and why am I talking about this? I am Erica Drury, a registered dietitian. And the first thing that you might want to know is what is a registered dietitian? So a dietitian is someone who studies the science of nutrition. We go to school, we get a bachelor's degree. Some of us get master's degrees, some of us PhDs, then we go on to complete an internship. It's pretty rigorous. It has a matching program similar to medical, similar to medical school. So basically a dietitian's job is to be able to answer any questions that you have about food. And if they don't know them, they can delve into the research, translate the research for you, translate the science into practical things, things that you can eat, concepts you can put into place. So how did this happen for me? How did I start out doing this? When I set out for nutrition school, I had this idea that In order to be a good dietitian, you needed to be perfect. Perfect. So I needed to eat perfect. I needed to embody this idea that I had about, you know, what it looked like to be a dietitian. And over time, I was very rigid and developed a lot of rules. So for example, if I was learning in school that fiber was really important for us and our prevention of colon cancer and regularly eliminating our bowels, which healthy digestion is great for our health. I would have taken that to mean that anything besides whole grains was bad for me. 
you know, and see how rigid that was and how overarching that was, you know, no matter what eating and, and just really making it into these rules and these dogmas. And so unsurprisingly, I became really anxious about food and was constantly stressed about it. And eventually it led me to overeating and being really depressed. So I was preparing to take my registration exam to complete that final step of becoming a dietitian. And I just couldn't do it. I just felt like, why would I do this to someone else? If learning about nutrition leads you here, why would I share my knowledge? And I couldn't really understand what had happened to me at the time. And so fortunately I was able to get in touch with a therapist and a dietitian. And, you know, I started to deal with the anxiety and the perfectionism that I was experiencing. And uh, I'm not even really sure how I came to find the concept of intuitive eating. I, I think it was desperate internet searches, blogs, you know, Instagram, things like that didn't exist back then. I came across uh, the book Intuitive Eating and the credibility of it being written by dietitians who had discovered what I had already discovered um, in my own experience, at least, and that there was this alternative model. How could you heal your relationship to food and learn about nutrition in a way that was so radically different to what I had created for myself, the nutrition school? And that's my why, you know, I, I remember how isolated I felt just constantly beating myself up and, and feeling so obsessed with food and ashamed all the time. And, you know, I just didn't know that anyone else really experienced that. I just always observed other people eating what seemed normal to me and not really giving much thought to food, which seemed foreign. So I'm so grateful that I found intuitive eating and was able to enter the field in a way that felt authentic and genuine. And so I was fortunate enough to get a job at the Naval Hospital in North Carolina. And so I was instantly exposed to eating disorders. You know, these service men and women who are held to rigorous height and weight standards and, you know, they're trying so hard to manage their career, they're in peak physical condition. And I just couldn't believe how many people had, you know, that really led them to such extreme behaviors. And some of them were, you know, eating almost nothing and, you know, not losing weight that their body needed to lose. Um, some of them had experienced trauma and food insecurity. Some of them, you know, just really couldn't do anything to get their weights down despite, you know, what disordered behaviors they were engaging in. Other people, much like myself, you know, led them into rebound overeating from so many restrictive rules and perfectionistic uh, approaches to eating. Uh, what, what surprised me the most about my first job was learning how much people don't eat enough. And I think uh, when I was in school, you know, it was really taught about eating less and moving more and just kind of this general assumption that, you know, everyone in America is overeating and, you know, obesity is just climbing and climbing and climbing. And a lot of those things aren't really true. We can get into that more in future episodes. But basically, I just was blown away at how many people needed to eat more and how that makes your body more efficient and you have more energy. And so that really just opened my mind. And when I moved back to Columbus, Ohio, I started a nutrition practice and I was fortunate to be able to bring in the intuitive eating concepts and psychology and real humanity, frankly, into the way I practiced and word got out. 
And, uh, you know, I just kept getting referrals and referrals and referrals and more and more people. And so I um, set out to become a certified eating disorder dietitian. I thought if I'm going to do this, you know, working with those suffering from eating disorders is a real specialization. And so I earned my certified eating disorder registered dietitian certification through the International Association of Eating Disorder Professionals. It is also a rigorous certification. It took me about two years to complete it. And now I can supervise other dietitians entering practice and working with those individuals. And it's just, it's been a great, you know, I've been able to help people so much over the years. I mean, probably thousands of people. And I, th- I think my biggest asset is just having been able to see so many people through this process. And that's how I show up in this work. I show up in this work from a seasoned place of, I understand the nuances, the roadblocks that someone is going to encounter and knowing exactly where they are in this journey. And, you know, whether that's a really clinically defined meal plan or they're moving more into free form eating, you have to understand where someone is in this process. And so now that we kind of understand where I was at and how things grew, this leads me to the podcast. And how did this come to be? Right. I kept getting more and more people in my one-to-one practice and I just could not see everyone. You know, people were driving from hours away, booking remote sessions and I was saying a lot of the same things to the same people and I just thought why is everyone so alone in this? You know, everyone feels so similar to each other. Um a lot of these issues, you know, manifest in very individual and personal ways, but there's so much overlap. And so I thought about writing a book and that never really, it felt too static. I thought, gosh, will people really be, I know how much accountability and support and connection it takes to really heal your relationship to food. And so I really questioned whether a static book would be enough and provide enough support that led me to getting on Instagram to reach more people and create a community and talk more about these topics. And because of all the nuances of this work and because of all the different layers to this work. I knew that I needed more. I needed to talk about these things with people in a longer form. And so here we are. That is how we have arrived here in this podcast. And so most importantly, and lastly, who are you? And is the show for you? What can you expect from the show? So the show for you is if you struggle with food to any degree, to any degree. So a lot of times people are confused when I say the words eating disorder, disordered eating or dieting. It's really confusing and you don't really understand. Um, it can feel divisive. So I want you to know this show is for you. It's for anybody who struggles with food. And like I said, to any degree at all, if you are someone who, you know, wanted to get healthier and lose some weight a couple months ago, and now you find that you're overeating and sneaking food and thinking about food all the time, or you're somebody that has been to treatment for an eating disorder for the last five years, how could you feel any different? You know, we, we want to prevent you, the person who has been struggling for a couple months from progressing any further. Your, your struggle is really valid and, and you don't need to feel like you need to have this degree of intensity to your issues to really be dialed in and relate to this work. And at the same time, 
if you're someone who struggled for years, I, you know, I want you to know that, that this is for you too. And so I think you'll notice me talking about the word struggled with, and it's not to pathologize you as an individual. It's just to kind of highlight the fact that this is something you're going through. It doesn't mean anything about who you are. It doesn't mean you're less than, or you don't have willpower or you are, you know, broken in some sort of way. So I hope that that word doesn't bother you because the reality is, is that there's a lot of personality characteristics that research has shown us that makes people susceptible to some of these eating issues. Um, Some examples might be people who are very driven, very perfectionistic, very detail oriented, very intelligent, intuitive giving. And I can say that because I've dealt with it myself and I've had the privilege of working with these beautiful minds and these beautiful people for years. I love the way people's minds work. And I believe that, you know, there's a lot of assets to these liabilities of our, our personalities. You know, I don't want you to feel like that is a problem, but it's something that you can overcome and move through. So you can expect episodes of me covering topics, ideas, strategies, concepts, barriers, things to raise your awareness around and healing your relationship to food. So that might be, I know next week I'm going to be talking about the first thing you need to do to heal your relationship with food. It might be some steps to get out of the binge restrict cycle. It might be some strategies to manage a negative body image day. It might be how to plan for going on vacation, how to manage a holiday that's coming up. So a lot of these things that are going to be coming up for you over and over and over again. I will occasionally bring in someone and have them share a specific challenge they're facing or have overcome. This might be someone, a dear client that I've worked with or someone that's in my online community. It's usually going to be something that I think you would find relatable and beneficial. And it's powerful for them to be sharing this with you because then they can reflect and see how far they've come. They're going to get great joy out of knowing they might help you and and to gain perspective. I will also host guest experts from time to time. I love having conversations with people and because food healing is a process that affects us in a magnitude of ways. I know you'll benefit from diversity beyond my own limited perspective and knowledge, just one person doing this work. And so I do hope in sharing my story and the story of the show as well, um, as what to expect that you can decide whether you might like to listen more. If you do know me, you know, I don't do things without significant thought behind them. And I wish the same to you. Our time and attention is extremely valuable. Nothing would bring me greater joy than to think that I brought value to your life in food healing. You're not in this alone. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.